As Christians, we are living through times. And every time, uh, through history, God will have a word for the season. So it is not right that we think uh, 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 that we can do whatever we want and it still would cope with the world around us. So as Christians, we need to hear the Lord. What is He saying in, in our times that we may uh, be truly uh, 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 be prepared for the things that we face? Are we facing any things today? Uh, are there news around us that are really challenging? Uh, is the economy doing well? Is the, 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 is the, the, the rental uh, uh, maybe market is, is, is doing okay? Uh, people are finding it easy. Uh, mortgages, the schools. I was with, uh, in a gathering of uh, Lawrence and Jill last uh, um, uh, week, uh, this, la- this week, last week on Friday. And, um, and I was talking to John, uh, um, John Crocs. He was saying the schools are becoming tough places uh, for our children. The things that are teaching there. So uh, workplaces, bullying, and uh, uh, life is, is getting harder and harder. And also, uh, even as we see, there are wars around us. Even Jesus tells us in this, in this passage. So there are a lot of, of things that can cause us as believers to, uh, to, 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 to fear and to struggle. Uh, even uh, for diseases, um, uh, pestilences. So Jesus uh, spoke about these things. So what do we need the most? We need a word from the Lord, isn't it? We need a word from our Savior who knows everything. And also who controls everything. And whenever he speaks, uh, so his words are the one that will help us. It's just like a person in a, you call it parachute, isn't it? Or like a <laughs> parachute or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, so you, you are safe. So life saving. So you've got the people who have their skills to bring you out of the water. You see, so Jesus Christ has all their skills, all the power. And his words brings also uh, his word settles us, isn't it? Uh, his words bring comfort and joy in the midst of suffering and struggles, isn't it? So who we need the most is Jesus. And, uh, and so that is why in, in, the, in the text we have today, I will do it in a way I've never done it before. And I want you to pay close attention uh, to, to, to the words here. Because the warning for the signs of the times were, were prompted uh, 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 as a result of Jesus being in a temple. And Jesus being in a temple, and as he looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. So Jesus was at that place, and then he gave us a word as a result of what he saw, and what his disciples saw, and the consequences of all that they, they, they saw together. You see? So Jesus had different interpretation of what he was seeing, and he, even his disciples had different interpretations. And then now he instructed them to come to his position and to see things the way he sees them, that they might, be not be, that they might not be deceived. You see? So that is very important. It's the same thing for us today. We need to come to Jesus and hear his words so that we might not be deceived. Because there is deceptions around us. The, 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 what we see can deceive us. And we think that is, this is really what will save our lives, you see? Oh, this is what is going to destroy our lives. Well, when Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasure, um, uh, Mark actually 
is a guy who loves to be very graphic, isn't it? So the way he, he puts it is, 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 is different. Uh, not totally, but he describes even really what was going on. Here the word, uh, Mark, I think, said, uh, says um, uh, in the first place, the rich were throwing. <laughs> the rich were throwing, you see. <laughs> the rich were throwing their, uh, uh, their, 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 their offerings. And, and, and then I said, okay, why, why Mark shows this word throwing? Uh, we'll look with uh, uh, using putting. And Luke also has different emphasis, and Mark's also, but the same event. So see what the, the dictionary, I don't know which dictionary that I was looking at. Um, but here it says, it's, it's Cambridge, Cambridge Dictionary. It says, to throw is to send something through the air with force, especially by a sudden movement of the arm. So you can just imagine uh, rich people coming with, with large amounts of money and just throwing them and falling whoop, on, on, in the treasury. And so just to tell, uh, to tell the, uh, the amount of the money they were giving, making noise, isn't it? <laughs> and so impress everybody around you. And that is how they have loved God. And that is uh, the, the true worship. You see? So they were throwing. And uh, uh, so movement of the arm. When even the Bible says, like, even when we are giving, even like we shouldn't be seen giving even. Well, Jesus, as he saw this, also saw a poor widow put into very small coin. And Marx actually uses this word putting. Uh, I think it's Mark 12. If you want to refer to that, you want to have a look. So, so Jesus really contrasts these actions. And you could see these actions can be really very significant in our way of how to relate to God. And that is why when you see people behaving in certain ways, and maybe withdrawal or being humble and gentle, they are mindful of the word of Christ, even in their giving also. They are taking the teaching of Christ seriously so that their worship might be truly accepted. So that is, that is, that is the thing. Yeah, many rich. And then also Marx used many rich. There were many rich people. And then and throw in large amounts. But a poor widow came and put in. Put in. That is Mark 12 verse 41 to 42. In case you want to come back to that. So Jesus saw that. And then now he says to them. Because these women gave only two, two very small copper coins. Very small amount of money. And then. Jesus says here, I tell you the truth, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on. So she sacrificed uh, in her giving, whereas the, the rich were giving out of their richness. So that will not hurt them. That was what uh, Warwick Davidson said in our small church. Many, many years ago, he came to preach, and he said, when you give and it hurts, you see, and then this is the true giving. So something that will really 
make difference in your budget, isn't it? You may have to come off of certain meals because of that sacrifice you have made. That, that is what Jesus is saying here. And now Jesus has started also another, another uh, 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 line of, 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 of warning. And these are backgrounds I'm just bringing to you. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. See, again... These disciples, as they came into this temple, they saw everything was amazing, impressive, isn't it? And again, when Jesus saw that, his, the Bible says, but Jesus said, and when I was preparing, I could see the fact that in verse 3, when Jesus said, I tell you, when he saw these two groups giving, and then now he's seeing his disciples. So he says, but, the Bible says, but Jesus said, it's, it's, it's the same thing like in verse 3, you should have said, but I tell you the truth. You see? So that could be the very word that he could, could be used there. But I tell you the truth. In verse 3, but I tell you the truth. And here Jesus said, but I say. He's saying the same thing. But I say to you, as for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. You see, Jesus was really directing the attention of his disciples to the most important things in their relationship with God. He's here saying, these things are outwards. They mount nothing to the security of the people who are worshipping here. These things will not save you. The thing that impresses you and you take them as a gospel or something very important in your life, in your, in your approach to, to, to life, is very dangerous. And this is say, Jesus is saying, because he's, he is here, God, he sees everything. Later on, this place is going to come down. And the historians told, tells us, tell us that this place was, came down in 70 A.D., when the Romans marched to Jerusalem and destroyed everything. So it has been fulfilled for them. But what are the things to be fulfilled for us, to prepare us? Well, he went on to say in verse 8, Wash out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and revolutions, do not be frightened. Do we hear these things today and are we afraid? And, but if you think that I'm talking about something that is irrelevant, let me share with you this, this uh, uh, experience I had. When I was sick in the hospital and I was lying there, that, of course that was an opportunity to speak to many people. You see, as you are lying there, those who are just checking on you, especially if you have five drips, Drips, and then one is 12 hours. And I, have, I had five, <laughs> you see. And so always. And, now, and then they will come and we'll talk to them. One girl was violent. So she came a few times, a few shifts. She would just go home and do other things and still come back, and I'm still there. And then one day I said, oh, are you still violent? <laughs> and she said, yes, I was still. She told me a story that her brother-in-law sold his house and 
moved to live with his mother because he said he's a Christian and said he doesn't need these things because Christ is returning. Is this irrelevant? This could be you today doing the same, the very same thing. Because of what you see and what the Bible says, the rumors of war and now the ends has come. Well, what Jesus is saying, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. These things are just the beginning. These are signs of the time. But the end will not come right away. Exactly. It's just like, like, like these rich people. They thought by giving this amount of money they are worshipping God. Jesus said no. You see? But Jesus said this poor widow, she gave out of her needs. Again, also, his disciples, they were just dwelling on how this place has been adorned. How many beautiful things are around us today that are capturing our imagination and our lives. Is it fashion or uh, fitness or, or uh, uh, clubs, social clubs? Uh, you see, um, uh, what are these things that are capturing our imaginations and then emptying our, 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 our churches? <laughs> Prayer meetings. Uh, are these really affecting us? Yes, I would say that. And Jesus was warning his disciples. And he is warning us that just don't focus on these beautiful things that you see around you. But there will be uh, something better than these things. So you need to, to wash out. You need to... Uh, uh, pray. Then he told his disciples, pray that you may not fall into temptations. You see, read the word. You see, so, so he, he said to them, uh, don't dwell on these things. Again, you may say um, there are no false prophets. I, I, I really was going to look at a, a, a message I sent to my Old Testament lecture uh, in 2011. So there was a picture of a man in Sudan, in North Sudan, a Muslim guy. He claimed to be the Messiah, the Christ himself. And he was on the news. And then I, I took the, the photo and I wrote an email to uh, Dr. Grace Goswell and I said to him, look, um, the, the words of Christ are being fulfilled in, in Sudan. And also not only those people, or even in our own times, we have prophets who are telling us things that we should be doing. And Jesus is telling us, do not follow them. Do not follow false prophets who are telling you you should be dwelling on the outward appearance of things, things that are beautiful, impressive. Or this is how you can please God by just like giving this amount of money or just doing something good. Well, the voice of the Lord for us in our time today, there are some, the best and the most important thing for us is what Jesus is disclosing. If we are ever, ever going to face the challenges of the time. Let us not even think that our offerings uh, can save us. Uh, not even um, uh, many friends can save us. Only the words of our Lord Jesus Christ who said, Do not follow them. And also telling his disciples, do not put your heart on these things. Do not put your heart on the things you see. Even the things you hear. Well, if we decide not to listen to Jesus, well, 
This is not the first time people were not listening to, to the prophets. You, you read in, um, in Jeremiah 37 how the prophet Jeremiah was prophesying against the earth in Isaiah 37. I mean Jeremiah 37. He was speaking to a king who was just living his life. He was leading his people astray. And so he captured the, 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 the prophet Isaiah, I mean Jeremiah, and he put him into prisons because he, 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 he was warning him not to rely on foreign forces. The Egyptian pharaoh was coming to, to help him because the Babylonians were pressing on him and to destroy him. And somehow God in his providence, he caused the, 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 the Egyptian to return and to retreat. And that was going to be a complacent thing for the, for the king of Israel. Zedekiah. Well, Pharaoh's armies went back. But also the Babylonians went back. But he was told that the Babylonian will come back. Because God has determined the downfall of those who will not put their trust in him. Even like people in Jerusalem who were just being so religious and thinking by all the money they have adorned a place of worship that they can live safely. And that is how they will worship. No. Even these people also, they think... The return and the, or the retreat of the armies of, of Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's army. That will bring them security. As the Babylonians were going to, 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 uh, to, to, take, to go away and to, 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 to lift up or to lift off the, the, the sieging of, the, of Jerusalem. No. He was told in verse 9, 37, this is what the Lord says, do not deceive yourselves. That is what Jesus is saying. Do not be deceived because in deception there is destruction. Do not deceive. Have the right perspective. It's better to struggle while you are doing the right things because the rescue will come. God will come. And the contrast we see, there were kings who waited on the Lord and God came. Hezekiah. And for us today, let us not rush into solving our problems by uh, religious actions. Maybe people think this way. You may think, like, oh, let, let me do something good so good may come to me. No, no, you do it out of, of this is a state of your heart. You do it like that. Well, Jesus is saying, do not be deceived. And in this warning, there is salvation for us. And there is salvation. Because... Now we see the signs of the time. But we are told to go on doing good. We are told to go on believing in the gospel. And now, why these warnings are so good for us? They are so good for us because we, uh, we, we will make up our minds. We will, not, we will make up our minds not to worry, isn't it? That is verse 14. But make up your minds not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself when things bad are happening to you, when people are uh, sending you to jail 
if you go back to verse, verse, to verse 12. But before all this, they will lay hands on you and, and persecute you. They will deliver you to synagogues and prisons. Well, this is using the times then. But how about today? Were there Christians being put to prisons because of the name of the Lord? And how the Christians were responding to these things? They were not worrying at all. God was giving them words to speak and seasons. And it's the same thing. And, the, and, and this is how the word of God is being fulfilled. In our times and in the time to come, isn't it? That is how it's happened. So they, they, you will be told that how can you apply these texts now and in 10 years' time and maybe in 20 and 30 years' time? And then you will know that you have been told, isn't it? That is the, the greatness of the teaching of the Word of God. That is why, why we should be taught by the Lord. Because we are prepared, isn't it? To be prepared to face life ahead of us. Something those who are not taught do not have, isn't it? That's it. When you are warned, like we heard earlier, you are prepared. So you can really understand the signs that you, have, you see. But if you are not being warned, you don't have the signs, you don't have the knowledge on what to do, really. Even how to worship. If I'm not told how to worship, I will be doing really amazing things. And then you will be really appalled of these things. Maybe I will be just like praying in certain, if you pray in certain times, in certain ways, this is how real God is going to hear you. As maybe you put a statue or something before you, this is how God is going to hear you. Maybe if you just like go like morning, this maybe this would be the way God to hear you. You see? On other hands, other people will say to you, if you are not really wearing these Chinese shoes and, and, wearing Mer- and, and driving Mercedes, uh, you are not the man of God uh, because you are too poor uh, to, to, to represent the Lord. So all sort of these wrong teachings we can embrace. We are not immune. Only immune at the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what he tells us. And so when you are being persecuted, do not worry. Even the persecution can come from the closest people to you. And you need to make up your minds before whom you are standing. We are couples, but sometimes you have to make your own decision how to respond to your wife or how to respond to your husband. You don't make an agreement. You say, how am I going to respond to you, you know? As Christians, you do it as the Lord will tell you. That is how it is important. This is how we can bless each other as couples. You see, what is the Lord saying to me as a woman, as a, as a wife? What the Lord is saying to me as a husband? You see, not what the other are saying. Not like the rich people throwing. Not like the disciples being amazed and impressed by the thing they saw. And not like those who will be really cast to fear and struggles as they see these hard things happening. Even as the economy is crashing. Even as the crime is rising. Didn't you hear about a lot of things happening now? Well, we are seeing people even in our midst are being fearful about the things that are happening. You have heard of the murder of that doctor a few weeks ago. 
who was going about his job and also he was in his place and some just broke in. And somehow he didn't have the wisdom. He tried to chase them. And they turned back and they killed him. And that caused other people to be fearful. And so when they see people on the streets like really acting weird, they are cast to fear. Because now the crime is rising in our cities, the states. And now we are going to be wiped out, all of us. What is the Lord saying to you? What is the Lord saying to you? Well, say like, make up your minds. Make up your mind not to worry beforehand. Not to worry. And because worry can kill you. And worry can disturb your life. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. The Lord Jesus Christ says that he will give us words. He will give us wisdom how to face this life that we are facing. He will give us, he will, because out of his love, because he wants us, these words are very strong, isn't it? But he says, I will give. This is what I will give you. I will give you wisdom. I will protect you. I will, I will enable you to resist. And to resist is like to, to cope and to go through all these challenges. It's just going against the wind. You are resisting the wind. You see, resisting superpower. You see, because these things are beyond us. Who can endure these things? But he who trusts in the Lord and his word will be able to prevail. And that is the calling for us today. That we are to watch out. Not to be deceived. By people or even by the events that are around us. And Jesus in his words is also subtly is urging us to go on doing what is good. Isn't it? Because if we stop doing what is good and preaching the gospel, that means we are saying the end has come and there is no point. And many people are preaching this word to us today. They say this is not the time for people to be saved. Maybe it's the time for us to, to, to how to endure. You see, no. We are to be prosperous in the, in the, in the work of the Lord in the midst of these troubles because the Lord himself will be, is giving us wisdom is enabling us to resist and is giving us the true worship. Like this widow. You see, is giving us the sense of how to truly draw nearer to the Lord. And how to love Him and how to praise Him. And how to serve Him. And we are to go about preaching the words and doing good. As if nothing bad is happening around us. Because the Lord has instructed us that we are not to worry. Because He will. He will certainly come to us and will give us all that we need through all these circumstances. And even there is mention that there will be even the closest people to us. And let us not be discouraged and let us not go against them. You see, as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And he is speaking to us as his disciples as well. As much as he loved them, he loves us too. 
so much. Because he died for our sins. And he wants us to take his word seriously. Here in the Old Testament will be always the voice of the Lord, not to be deceived. Because this man, even though he was in prisons, he didn't give up. He's speaking the truth. Because that was what the Lord has decided, has determined for those who are not believing. And the Lord also has determined what to do for those who would not listen to his word. Those who would want to go elsewhere and not to take refuge in his word. Well, the world for them will be crushing. They will have no wisdom to use in the troubling time. They will not be able to resist Satan and the troubles and the temptations. They will not be able to receive anything that can save them. So, how are you going today? How are you going? What is your perspective on the things you see around you today? What are your plans in place to face all these things, to solve these troubles and problems that are around you? Is to wake up, as we heard last times, and to be like this we do. Even things are very hard, we are also to offer to God all that He needs. We might be struggling health-wise, but even if you live to do what is glorifying to God, do it. Because God is going to use even we read in this text in the Old Testament, I, I, I wish you were listening. Because the, the, he, he, the king was told that even if just the remains of, of, of these armies, lakes only, will come together again, even as weak like that, they will come and, and bring you down. Just imagine, because God has determined... Jeremiah was speaking these words. And the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking these words. Today, this word is, is for us. And, and I, I encourage you to embrace the widows like worship. This is a true worship. And I encourage you again to depart from really the things that are impressive. I feel in my heart in the last few months and years that how people are drawn into these things. And last night as I was driving with my children to the airport and we were passing through the city and it was just glamorous and it's just amazing. And they were so amazed. And I, and the Lord has to really help me. You see? <laughs> uh, and then you see to the children it's very hard to communicate this to them. I just resorted to praying. And I said, yes, it's looking so beautiful. But really hard things are happening there. This is the gamblings and destructions and, and sin. Say the city of sin. I, I think I said that. And then I withdrew again. And the Lord was confronting me with these things. And then you don't think these are real. These things can capture our hearts. Even last night I could just see it. Even how. And I was thinking and I was praying. As my children grow up, I pray that they will not take these things to their hearts. Because these things are leading people astray from God. 
And it was just confronting to me. And you think like these things we are talking about today may be not relevant to you. But sooner or later you will discover that it is so good for the Lord Jesus Christ to, to speak to us in these terms. And to warn us. And he says, especially in these last days, people will be lovers of themselves, loving of money, loving of comfort, and loving of, of everything. Some big amounts in their bank accounts. But this woman, this widow, has no more money in her bank accounts. The time will come eventually, if it's not now, but it's going to come for every one of us. So what are you doing? Watch out. Don't be deceived. Watch out. Don't be deceived. Resort to the wisdom that the Lord is giving. Resort to the to his word. He said, I will give you words in every situation. I will give you the right heart, the right attitude. Depends on the Lord. Trust the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart. Like the people there in the Old Testament didn't trust Jeremiah, but Jeremiah was reflecting God's heart and God's word. Jesus here, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, is speaking and telling us things that were going to happen and they happened, and these things are happening now, and they will happen. Wash out. Wash out. Do not be deceived. If this word has spoken to you, you have been facing situations where you make decisions, well, you need a word from the Lord. You need His wisdom. If you have been going through things that are very impressive to you and really trying to make decisions and alignments with these things, Stop. Wash out. Do not be deceived. If some false teachers are teaching things that are not of the Bible, wash out. Do not be deceived. The only need is to one, and it's Jesus Christ. Let us pray.